This is episode 74 for Tuesday, November 15th, 2016, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week we'll be covering style 23B, Flanders Red. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Chris, and together with Travis, Sawyer, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Well, welcome back to another episode of Brew Styles. Travis, how are you doing today? Doing very well, thank you. Fantastic. Glad to be alive <laughs> after after hosting a party at my house um, over the weekend. That was a good time, though. Yes, had a great time. It got kind of sloppy. It did. <laughs> it started early and ended early. Well, <laughs> no, kind of late, actually. Yep. And it was a school night, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it was still fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, that wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> that it got sloppy or yeah. that it was a school night? Both. Well, see, the thing was, I wasn't planning it to begin with. I was planning on waking up early, brewing a beer on my own, watching the Cowboys on my own, just with my wife, and then calling it a day. Because yep. we, we weren't going to record that day, so I had the whole center to myself. And then my wife was like, hey, I'm inviting over a friend. You should invite over Fratto, because I think he's brewing that day, too. And I was like, well, then he's got to lug all his stuff over, and it's always a pain when you do like a double brew day. Not well. But, not when he, now he has a grandfather. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I, di- I didn't know that until talking Wait, what to is him. that? Like the it's like an all-in-one electric thing. It's pretty awesome. Huh. How okay. much did that fantastic. set them back? A lot. Uh, Over yeah. a grand, uh, I think is what they go for. But Stubby said that you know he was his uh, joy of homebrewing was reinvigorated when he started using the grandfather. Apparently, it's like awesome to brew on, and he loves it. So I'm sure Frado's really happy with <coughs> that purchase. However. Yes. He bought the um, the 110 version because that's the one you can get here, but they make it in a 220. Oh, okay. But you have to get it imported. So he's brewing on 110, which is fine. It's just a, a smaller element. It takes longer. I brew on, on 220, mm-hmm. and I can I can boil my, you know, six and a half gallons of wort, whatever, in like 15 minutes. So it's the same thing. It's just going to take them a little bit longer, which is fine. Right. It still, the consistency is what we're looking for, right? Yeah. You do that kind yeah. Of stuff. And you can you can really dial in your temperatures because it's all digitally controlled and everything. Right. So it's yeah. it's a really cool system. Cool. We might need to have him on and do an interview about it. Fredo yeah. or yeah. Yeah. Stubby? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> no no other local podcast has done an episode about Grandfather. Of course not. No. No. Never. And. Don't go searching for it either, because we're going to be the first. <laughs> that's, that's right. But yeah, it was a fun party. I uh, enjoyed it. I only had one thing on tap, and I think we 
maybe killed half of it that night. I don't know. Really? I haven't messed with it. I got a brew again tomorrow morning. Oh, that was so your, your Halloween it. IPA, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, okay. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I drank a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my my week in beer. Cool. That's cool. Uh, Sawyer, how I, are you? Uh, I am swell again. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm fantastic. <laughs> and tremendous. Anything interesting happened with you this week? Uh, well, I didn't play at the Balcony Club, but beer-wise, no. 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 Well, it's uh-huh. been kind of a regular week. Yeah. Yeah, Reg- me too. Regular. Other than Travis's party Sunday, yeah. last Sunday, I didn't really do much this week. Yeah, I was spending time with Courtney this weekend because it was Aww. our first weekend off. and. Aww. We wanted it to just be us, so. And yeah. now you're here. <laughs> and I'm here getting drunk. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure Courtney's watching on our live Facebook. Actually, nobody's broadcast. watching us right well, now. Well, she was. I saw her. Oh, I yeah. saw her log in. Yeah, she watched for like two seconds. Oh, that's lame. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. Oh, my gosh, it's pink. <laughs> <laughs> see if there's anybody on right now. I don't see anybody. No. Yeah, we're going to try out the, uh, the Facebook live streaming again. We had some problems the first time we tried it out uh, several episodes ago, but we think we have some things dialed in, might be more interesting. So if you uh, follow us on Facebook, I think we're live streaming through that. And uh, It's his personal account. No, I tagged the, the Bruce Styles page. Oh, you did? Okay. Oh, okay. But it's coming through my personal account for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you follow us on Facebook and you see that we're live streaming, then you check it out. Yeah. It's the most exciting, boring thing you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> or at least keep you entertained a part of the time. Or just drink along with us. Yeah. There you go. That's always fun, too. Anyway, Eddie, how's it going? Good. Um, spending money I don't have on my house. <laughs> Your new uh, house, though. That's that's house. fun. Yeah. So it's good. I'm getting. I'm accomplishing things. I learned how to do some electrical work. Uh, I put a hole through my ceiling. By accident or on purpose? Because I, I, I tripped in the attic. Oh, so oh. by accident. Womp, 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 Yeah. So fortunately, it wasn't a big hole, and it was in the closet. So I didn't, I, nobody can tell. Have you so. have you fixed the hole yet, the drywall? No, nah, it, it's real quick. I, it just happened this last weekend. I was running. Okay. Do you need to replace yeah. the whole sheet? No, it's like a block this big. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did did it? Did you come out of the closet successfully? You came out of the ceiling. My foot came out of the closet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Through the ceiling. Through the ceiling. Yeah. This, this is what it sounded like. I'll Wait. be right back. Whoa! <laughs> 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 Pretty much. Jeez. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, otherwise, it is a good weekend. Uh, I I mean, I like doing that kind of stuff. It's like it's a big puzzle to me. Big dangerous puzzle. That's cool. But, yeah. There's a lot of so, things that happened in uh, beer industry news recently. Mm, yeah. I think yeah. we brought up uh, Anheuser-Busch. They had a uh, a merger with uh, Miller Coors, or I guess the parent companies did. Hmm. Um, so that's pretty major. I think it's InBev, or AB InBev, bought out SAB Miller. And so now they're one giant global company. Uh, in doing that, they had to sell off all of their American assets. So, I mean, Miller Coors and Anheuser Busch are still separate companies, or they still make separate that, beer. That pretty close to being a monopoly. Yeah. So the that's uh, why they had to do that. Yeah, to avoid antitrust laws in America. So, um, Miller and Coors is owned by Molson in Canada. So they still make 
Miller Lite and Coors Light, and then Bud is on, you know, still made by Bud. So there was that. Uh, f- a few local breweries had some had some news. Revolver is opening a second location right across from the ballpark. So that's going to be the uh, it'd be cool. The old ballpark, or what will be the new ballpark? They uh, <laughs> they have a new event center. It's called Texas Live that they're building. It, Live. Did, when when do we find out if that it passed or not? It passed. Yeah. It oh, did. cool. So new we'll, on Tuesday night. We'll get a new oh, ballpark yeah. in 2020 or 2021. But nice. the real question is, will it have a roof? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's in the plans. So, But apparently I, it wasn't in the original quote. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they sold it as one thing and then quoted something else. Right. Well, I voted Apparently. Yes. Apparently. <laughs> allegedly. So Revolver will have a second location, which if you remember, they got bought out by Miller Coors right. a few months ago. Uh-huh. And then Carbock in Houston was bought up by Anheuser-Busch this week also. So uh, Big Beer has a major stake mm. in some Texas craft breweries. Yeah. And uh, I used to be hard-nosed about that. Like if they sold out, like, oh, screw that. I'm never drinking their beer again. But, you know, as it happens more and more, I'm just like, well, I just like good beer. Yeah, so, as long as it stays good. And now yeah. it's happening to people that I actually know and met. And I can't. I don't know. I can't hold it against them. It's business. Do they treat you like mm-hmm. silly? Are they your friends? I've <laughs> shook his hand once before. The guy that owns the company. So, <laughs> well, you know, if they keep, just, you know, if they would just keep making it the same exact way that they've been making it, then they're not going to have any issues, and yeah. people will still drink the beer. Right. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that'll keep me coming back. Huh? So it's been a busy week, and we have a new president elect. So all that. Yeah, happened recently too. So it's pretty interesting. There we go. But that's not what we are talking about today. We're talking about a different style, and uh, we definitely want to take a take a moment to thank you, yes. the listener, for listening. <laughs> Thanks to our <laughs> listeners. <sighs> but I'm a little more excited about it than Frado is. So thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks. Definitely appreciate it. If you enjoy it, then uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. You're not gonna play that one. No. <laughs> subscribe subscribe okay desire subscribe <laughs> <laughs> yep so we definitely appreciate it and uh write a review let us know what you think R- let us know what we do bad and what we can fix yep because we uh always getting better um and tune in live getting drunker <laughs> yeah yep. yeah check us out on facebook and twitter and instagram and all of that we're yep. everywhere all that stuff yeah yeah, uh, but you know, I, every time I listen to an episode, I always get mad because I hear we are on Facebook. Or you can hear us on uh, what iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, <laughs> and we recorded that more than a year ago. Yeah, and Google Play still has not had their podcast. Yeah, they, they haven't set put up. the podcast stuff stuff. So stuff, sorry stuff. about that. They haven't put the podcast stuff stuff. They're uh, they're so uh, slow. Yeah, I. I even got an email six or eight months ago saying, you know, Google Play podcasts are going live in the next two weeks. And then that never happened. So I don't know. Yeah. We may have a new intro sometime <laughs> soon. <laughs> you know, as soon as we change it, they're going to yeah. they're gonna put it live and we're going to have to go back to the old. We're, we're going to go and we're on iTunes. 
All right, so moving on. And Stitcher. We're on no, Stitcher. I know. I'm just saying it's funnier <laughs> that way. Yeah. Or you can stream from our website, which I understand a lot of people do because it's easier that way. Yeah. So, you know, Fair that's enough. cool. com. There you go. A listen is a listen. Exactly. Uh, Eddie, tell us about what we drank uh, to start this episode. That was uh, Desire <laughs> by Moonlight Meadery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a black currant, black cherry, and blueberry mead. It's fantastic. Uh, and it's a very small bottle for a very high price, but <laughs> it's very worth it. So thank That's, you so much, Pops. Yep. That was good. 14% ABV on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we drank that as a, a small celebration. Eddie never had it before, so uh, mm-hmm. I got a bottle of it. We drank it as a little celebration for his upcoming... Um, baby baby we don't know what it is yet but no idea it's gonna be a baby hey what's it gonna be <laughs> a, uh, baby. a baby i feel like it was baby. gonna be explosive <laughs> <laughs> it could well, be. yeah it might be <laughs> you better wear some sunglasses yeah uh, i'll wear right. my motorcycle helmet <laughs> oh. <sighs> all right so <laughs> today we're talking about flanders red his red what? What, what did he read? He, he, what? He, Flanders red what? His, well, who's Flanders? Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> who's going to tell us about Flanders red? Uh, <laughs> I'll go and go with this one. All right. All right. All right. Flanders red. And it is in the category, the overall parent category of European sour ale. I'm sorry. Did you say Flanders? Flanders. Apparently no, he's a just, pan. It's so. just Flanders. Flanders. Okay. 23 he's European <laughs> sour ale. And the overall impression. <laughs> Anytime somebody says Flanders, I think about The Simpsons. Me too. <laughs> I don't even that watch The Simpsons. <laughs> yep. <sighs> anyway, go ahead, Travis. Oh, was that a poop joke? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> overall impression a sour fruity red wine-like belgian style ale with interesting supportive malt flavors and fruit complexity the dry finish and tannin completes the mental image of a fine red wine so this one's going to be mm. more similar to a wine than any other beer styles even more so than a barley wine which i think that is interesting and yeah. should be totally different from what we've had before Aroma, a complex, fruity, sour profile with supporting malt that often gives a wine-like impression. Fruitiness is high and reminiscent of black cherries, oranges, plums, and red currants. There are often low to medium low vanilla and or chocolate notes. Spicy phenols can be present in low amounts for complexity. The sour aroma ranges from balanced to intense. Prominent vinegary, acetic character is inappropriate. So that's important to remember. Okay. No hop aroma whatsoever. Diacetyl is perceived only in uh, very minor quantities, if at all, as a complementary aroma. Which, uh, I mean, I, I think you get that in red wine also. Sometimes things that are flaws in beer like tannins and uh, diacetyl mm-hmm. usually come out of wine and they're you know something that people look for. Right. Appearance, deep red, burgundy to reddish brown in color. Good clarity, white to very pale tan head. Average to good head retention. Flavor, intense fruitiness, commonly include plum, orange, black cherry, or red currant flavors. A mild vanilla and or chocolate character is often present. Spicy phenols can be present in low amounts for complexity. Sour flavor ranges from complementary to intense and can have an acidic bite. Multi flavors range from complementary to prominent. 
and often have a soft, toasty, rich quality. <laughs> Generally, as the sour character increases, the malt character blends to more of a background flavor and vice versa. No hop flavor, restrained hop bitterness. An acidic, tannic bitterness is often present in low to moderate amounts and adds to an aged red wine-like character and finish. Prominent vinegary, acetic character is inappropriate. Diacetyl is perceived only in very minor quantities, if at all, and as a complementary flavor. Balanced to the malt side, but dominated by the fruity, sour, wine-like impression. You know, you said chocolate a bunch of times. Yes, both in aroma and flavor. And in all the Flanders red that I've ever had, I've never gotten any chocolate. So that's interesting. I would like to taste an example like that. Hopefully we'll we'll come across one. Yeah. We've also never drank one looking for chocolate. Well, that's true. You always know, okay, this is a sour, and then, oh, it smells sour, it tastes sour, and that's yeah. what you It's get. probably one of the more sour styles. Um, well, at By least the, the examples that I, I, I know about. So. And there's a difference between the red and the brown also, but <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had those two side by side, the yeah. Flanders red and the Flanders brown. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a different beer style. I mean, we've done a few sour styles before the mixed fermentation and uh, Berliner Weiss, mm-hmm. but um, nothing uh, like this. Let's move on to... Mouthfeel. <laughs> <laughs> medium-bodied, low to medium carbonation, low to medium astringency like a well-aged red wine, often with a prickly acidity, deceivingly light and crisp on the palate, although a somewhat sweet finish is not uncommon. Characteristic ingredients. Base of Vienna and or Munich malts, Light to medium caramels and a small amount of special beer used with up to 20% maize. Interesting. Really? Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Hmm. Low alpha acid continental hops are commonly used. Avoid high alpha or distinctive American hops. Saccharomyces, lactobacillus, and retinomyces and acetobacter <laughs> contribute to the fermentation and eventual flavor. Let me read through the comments on this one, too, because it's interesting. Long aging and blending of young and well-aged beer often occurs, adding to the Mm. smoothness and complexity, although the aged product is sometimes released as a connoisseur's beer. Known as the Burgundy of Belgium, it is more (laughs) wine-like than any other beer style. The reddish color is a product of the malt, although an extended less-than-rolling portion of the boil may help add an attractive burgundy hue. Aging will also darken the beer. The Flanders hue is more acetic, but never vinegar-like, and the fruity flavors, more reminiscent of a red wine than an odd Bruin, can have an apparent attenuation of up to 98%. Hmm. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I wondered saw, how long it would take. Because it would, you just you were sitting over there and you wanted to say something. I could see it on your face. It was going to be that, to say or something. you stay classy, San Diego. Nice job, Travis. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for that, Travis. Thank you for that. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) All right. So the history for this is very brief and very simple. The Flanders Red Ale was originally derived from early porters, but was open fermented using sour yeasts that are native to certain regions in Belgium. The result is a distinctively sour ale with a slightly fruity palate. That makes sense. Uh, so porters, chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So porter, open fermented. So you get some wild yeast, and uh, some of the other things that I read about it included the uh, lactobacillus, which is, I guess you have to inoculate that with it. It's not like a wild 
I think the wild yeast are different a little Inoculated. bit. Inoculated. More, more like a Brett, I, I think, is knew the... that was coming. Inoculated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you agree, Travis? The wild stuff's more like a Brett. Yeah, typically. Yeah. So, two different sour flavor profiles, mm. but yeah. you can get a little bit of both. Traditionally aged in wooden barrels, so, I, you know, mm-hmm. even though it didn't say in the guidelines that we should taste wood or, like, smell yeah. wood, but I would think that that's going to come through if it's traditionally aged in wooden uh, well, barrels. Yeah, and it did mention wine-like several times and okay. even said it's the most wine-like beer. Yes. So you're going to get a lot of wood character out of most wines. Well, I guess red wines. True. I don't think you get a lot of wood character out of a white mm-hmm. wine. But yeah. um, I don't know. I guess they don't consider mead a beer because I'd say that's pretty wine-like compared right. to most beers. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay. But it'd be interesting. Um, I really only had a handful of Flanders Red, and I, I brought my favorite one only tonight. A, only a handful. Yeah. I've only had a handful of Flanders. Oh, his red? Yeah. Okay. I like burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, do we have... Is there something listed as a classic example that we have? I tasted the rubber. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the rubber. And my list keeps growing. <laughs> you just have the best drop, Sawyer. I know. That's I know. <laughs> we'll probably get more tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. I mean, uh, we did the start. We did the, wow oh <laughs> already. I, wow, I don't know that. I don't know that, mind. that 14%. I don't know we have any examples, any classic examples. On uh, the guidelines, they list Cuvée de Jacobins Rouge. Oh, sweet. Let me do. Uh, Duchess de Bourgogne. So we have two. Rodenbach yeah. Grand Cru. Three. Rodenbach yeah. Classique. Victanar Flemish Ale. Three out of five ain't bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good show. I have the oh, Rodin yeah. Batch, uh, whatever it was. The Not the... Uh, I got the Miss Red. I got the, the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how that's... Pre- I, I would say de cheese or something. I, I don't know. Duchess. I don't know. It's not de, de cheese. cheese. <laughs> I like the <laughs> cheese better. You want a little wine with that de cheese? <laughs> Did you cut the cheese? That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so which one are we going to start with? Boo! <laughs> uh, Jacobins is my favorite, I'm not going to lie, but I haven't had the others. I've never so, had it. You've never had Jacobins? No. Dude. Maybe it's Jacobin. Uh, Jacob, I don't know. Jacobin. It's not English. Either way, I think we should start with that one. <laughs> All right. Speak it English. Do it. Well, I brought this one, so I guess I'll talk about it i have had this. this this bottle's got beer in it oh well here somebody hand me that so i've been looking forward to this beer all day this is one of my absolute favorite beers and um i'm getting that that feeling you know when you start thinking about warheads your mouth starts watering yeah that's what i'm getting right now have you ever put a whole bag of warheads in your mouth <laughs> it's like putting a whole bag of foreheads in your mouth <laughs> foreheads <laughs> apparently that's, that's not the first time he's used that one. Y'all have heard that before. <laughs> All right. So anyway, this is a Cuvée de Jacobin. I don't know if I'm saying I don't speak Flemish. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. The, the neck label says, a Flanders red sour 
ale with pronounced sourness. Oh, really? Offset by a cascade of beautiful, complex flavors. Spontaneous fermentation imbues rouge with hints of stone fruit, cocoa, apple, and cherries. Oak barrel aging for minimum of 18 months imparts a gentle vanilla note. Full-bodied and delicious. Sorry. So uh, this one rings in at 5.5% ABV. Full-bodied and malty. <laughs> the, uh, this label says date of production is January 13th, 2015. Well, um, that's okay. old. So it's well. It says a minimum of eighteen months. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So I don't know if that if it was bottled on that date. Yeah, because this is nearing two years old. Yeah, if that's true, I would imagine that that's the bottling date. I don't. I don't know for sure though. So it's two oh. years plus eighteen months aging. Wow. I would uh, like to point out that the first taste is with your eyes. It also says same date, yeah. January fifteenth. Um, it is brilliantly clear. The yeah, first taste is with your eyes. Mine's brown. What a lovely color. It's Look a at dark that. red. I would say uh, uh, ruby. It's a burgundy. rouge. Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> and I play the tuba. Like a beige head. Small bubble. I smell sourness and some dark fruit notes. I would agree. Yeah, I, I had never gotten this before, but today, I right away, I picked up A1 barbecue sauce. Uh, when Boom. I smelled it, because it's got mm. that that sour kind of smell Steak to it. Steak sounds good. You're also smelling yeah. the bottle. No, I'm smelling the liquid inside the bottle. You're what? <laughs> no, I was smelling the bottle. Smelling. I heard that too. <laughs> He's Mark drunk Ed. already. Smelling. Dang it, he. <laughs> you know, this doesn't smell as sour as what I was expecting. Yeah, me neither. I'm getting the sweetness. I'm getting the dark fruit. I'm getting the... Pum. Pum. <laughs> it tastes sour, though. I mean... You, oh. You just you get it right in the corners, like. I almost get some cinnamon, some malty flavor. Really? <laughs> I'm serious. Did you rinse the desire out? No, but that was two <laughs> beers ago. Two beers ago. Um. Well, a beer Ooh. and a half ago. What? A beer ago. What I did you? The we first poured swallow. something else in here, didn't we? No. I this is about... the first one? <clears throat> yes, this is the first one. <laughs> oh, man, maybe I'm already drunk. This is not good. <laughs> Sorry, Travis. What were you saying? The Sorry. first swallow, that's when you get the, with your the, tingly. the major tingles in the oh, yeah. corners yeah. of your mouth. That's what she said. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> hard. I agree with you. Eddie is drunk already. No, not at all. Eddie and Sawyer are both drunk I just already. like this beer. I'm this okay. Really good. Yeah, this is fantastic. It's tremendous. I definitely get the the dark fruit, uh, or stone fruit, which is what they call it, right? Uh, I definitely get that taste. Um, I still don't know if I get chocolate or not. I was about to ask if anybody gets chocolate. I don't. Okay, so remember that beer that we had last time on the historical beer episode? Mm-hmm. Which and, one? Uh, well, I can't remember because it was one of these. Mm-hmm. And um, Which, if you haven't listened to that, definitely go back and listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Even if you don't listen to the whole thing, then just skip ahead to... Minute number 16. Courtney, I, I, I am good, not drunk. I had a good giggle. That's <laughs> um, really funny. Anyways. Is she saying you're drunk already yeah, she's, on the she, Facebook no, Live? She, no, she's texting me because uh, there's a delay. Oh. She goes, that didn't take long. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, no. Uh, okay, so there was a beer, though, that I said it, it had a sour start to it or salty start to it, and then it had like a caramel finish. And it was. De- oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. This I kind of get that. Interesting. I mean, it's not as bad as the other one. But well, because we did have okay. a sour that wasn't a goza. 
Yeah. Because we started with the Goza and then we ended up with another I think sour. it was an Adam I, beer. I do, I do see what you mean mm. by the saltiness in, in the end. Because that, that's what you're saying, right? You can, yeah. Kinda get, yeah, I, I kind of get that. It's a saltiness. Yeah. It's the sourness first and then the, the, the weird after flavor. Salt, yeah. Like the salt you, in, the, in the front, chocolate in the back. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that was the one you're talking oh, about. Man. Yeah. Um, you don't even need to be here. I'll, I'll just run it for you. All right. I'm going home. <laughs> see you guys later. Yeah. It's, I still like it. It's still really good. Um, and not because I like sours anyway, but the the fruit, that dark fruit taste that, that I get is really nice. Yeah. It hurts so good. Yeah. It's, a, it's like eating dark fruits and biting a green apple at the same time. Yeah. And a lemon. And a lemon. Yeah. It's like... You you want to go back and drink more, but you know that your face is gonna cringe and it's just yeah. it's gonna hurt, but it's gonna be so good. I'm gonna, <laughs> you, I'm gonna feel it under your eyes, yeah, all the way through your mouth. But it it's this, a really great flavor. This definitely doesn't taste like foreheads, though. No, no, not foreheads. Maybe warheads. Yeah. Maybe if you put the whole bag in your <laughs> with I'm, the plastic and everything. No, I'm, plastic. I'm gonna pound the rest of this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wait. Go ahead. Well, go. it's only like what a, a fourth of a bottle. Yeah. 5.5%. Oh, those are some big old cherries. Yeah, I get some cherries in it too. I agree, Fredo. <laughs> it's actually quite lovely. I like this a lot. It's fantastic. It, you know? it, it's 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 tremendous. I've I've gone and picked this bottle up just to sit at home and sip on it for an hour. It's I'd, it's really good. It's expensive. It's like a ten dollar bottle or something like just that. Just the little one? Yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. Really? Maybe like eight bucks. It's up there. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I paid six for the ones that I brought. Same reason no. why I'd, I'd never pounded yeah. one before. It's the first time pounding that much of it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. It's, it's like so it's good. almost giving me a headache. It's so mm. sour. Really? Yeah, but it's it's, it's just strange. perfect. So good. I wonder how many times an unsuspecting consumer. Picks this up off the shelf thinking, oh, I, I like Belgian beers. It says sour ale mm. really big on the label. Okay. But I guess if you don't see that. Oh, yeah. Actually, okay, so when I, first, when I first decided that I, I was, you know, getting into sours, this was not the first one I picked up. I just kind of started on one part of, of that shelf at Total Wine and started going through. And I had the, uh, the Monk's Cafe. Wasn't that sour. Um, not that good there was, No, I didn't really like it. West Mall versus East Mall. Monk Cafe. Monk um, Monk then there was another one just called Sour Beer with a picture of a guy like running on the front. I don't remember who, who made that one. That one wasn't very good. <laughs> and I was like, man, why can I not find a good sour? And then run, running away from the beer. Probably so. And then I picked <laughs> this one up and I was like, this one's expensive. It better be freaking good. And I got home and I was like, <gasps> oh my God, this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Totally, is, totally worth the purchase. This is the first sour beer I'd ever tasted, and it is because you let me try it. Mm. As, thank you. So good, <laughs> so good. Yeah. I hope the rest of them are are this good. Now, this, like Travis mentioned before, this is one of the commercial examples. Right. So hopefully, the other commercial examples are just as good. That would be awesome. Yeah. We'll keep our toes and fingers crossed. Do you get any uh, like <laughs> oak? Characteristics or Car- uh, what? Car- yeah. Character- characteristics. <laughs> yeah. Man, we're all on the struggle bus or, today. Uh, <laughs> I would say like oak. vanilla. I would say oak. Maybe just a hint. Okay, I get some vanilla for sure. You do? Yeah. Okay, I can't get especially that. on the finish, kind of in between the dark fruit and the sour. Is it a Flemish finish? <laughs> 
You've been holding on to that one for a long time, haven't you? Actually, I just thought of that. Because <laughs> I looked at the bottle, I was like, hey, wait a minute, that says Flemish. Flemish finish. Uh-oh. That's not as good as the Finnish finish, though. I know. The Finland. <laughs> Pretty dang close, though. There you go. All right. Oh, yeah. Now the question that we're all uh, afraid of. My poundability rating. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> no, Eddie pounded it. Ten. <laughs> I, I can't bring myself to do it. Not because of the sourness, just because it's so good and I want to savor each sip of it. One day, so very nice. One day when I get <laughs> $75 just to spend on beer, I'm going to buy seven of these and pound every single one of them. You're probably going to be puking. It'll be worth it. It'll give you the Schlitz, too, I'm sure. Oh, God. Probably. All that sour yeast culture. (laughs) The Schlitz. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to give this a four. I I cannot pound this. Mm. It's just too sour. But it's so good at the same time. Yeah. This one verges on the intense level of sourness that we saw in the guidelines. Mm -hmm. Because it is definitely there. You feel it on your tongue, through your (laughs) face. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of the, the, uh, the, what is it, the gold? Golden uh, petite, the petite golden sour. I got it, more bottles of that too. If we yeah, back <laughs> from, uh, from collective. collective. Yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me of that. This is a different kind of sour, okay. but it's still. This is I see. Know. I think I I get what you're saying totally, but I think the full bodiedness of this one yeah. completely changes it because yeah. that yeah. one's really intensely sour, but it's right. a lot thinner by the with a really high carbonation level. Yeah, and this this the body of this is very different because of the dark fruit that you get yeah. from it. The other one is really clean and just yeah. tart. Mm-hmm. So. They're the same, but different. Right. <laughs> right, right. I got to go with a four also for poundability. Uh, I'm going to go down to three. Okay. But I yeah. love the I almost so went good. to three. I was really tempted, but... You go to three and a half? Average of... Maybe what? like 3.14. Three. Six. <laughs> pie. Pie. <laughs> <laughs> I like pie. <laughs> Is there a burp at the beginning of that? Is a hiccup. No. <laughs> I like pie. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely... I would use the word complex to describe this because there's a lot going on. Fantastic. I, I would be interested to see what other things you could do with this beer, like cook with it or make a dessert with it or something. I think that would, I think it would do really well. With I'd like something. to see what you could do with a steak in this beer. See the last time or I chicken, or steak or chicken, <laughs> the last time I tried chicken to probably have be better. this beer with food, it did not go well. Uh, I like this beer by itself. Uh, but it might have been the food I was eating that time. I don't know. Which was what? Uh, I, don't, I think it might have been chicken. But Now, it, see, if you did some kind of dessert with it, maybe. I think that would be pretty good. Like, uh, Ooh, a banana's foster. If you if you found a way to like blend it with ice or make a syrup out of it, you could drizzle it over some vanilla ice cream. I think that would be really good. Like reduce it or something? Yeah. Of course, you're, you're going to boil the alcohol out at that point. Yeah, but, yeah. But as long as you keep the flavor. I don't know. I, it was just an interesting idea. I'd be interested to see what kind of things people come up with. Yeah. yeah. I've never really cooked with, I mean, I've cooked with beer, like, you know, marinating a steak or something, but that's about it. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. Let's All move right. on to the next one. Yeah. What's next? We got plenty to go. This is the Deep Ellum IPA. <laughs> no, Chris. Stop going back to that every time. Gosh. We're moving on to. Um, a beer from Brewery Rodenbach from Steinhufel, Belgium. Bless you. And this is actually <laughs> on the commercial beer list also. So uh, we got a nice comparison side to side between two of those. But this is their uh, Grand Cru. And it is 6% alcohol by volume. 
and it came in a nice 750 milliliter bottle caged and corked we were very careful when opening it so as to not lose an eye or a nut so that's <laughs> that's careful on the bottle it says uh, ale aged in oak vats this is it's a blend like we talked about earlier it's 33% young ale 67% ale mm. matured for 2 years hmm. i don't think it's going to be as good I don't think so either. I don't know. <laughs> it does say it's the most awarded beer in the world. I can't well, I have a question. Um, oh, no. I shouldn't say it that way. So is Bud Light. Hey, I have a question. <laughs> I have a non-related question. Can I ask the stupid question? <laughs> <laughs> Please continue. Oh, man. We what love a, you, Sawyer. I really love you do. guys, too. I'm sorry. Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is a vat? It's like a <laughs> barrel or a vessel, something that holds something, something big. Something big. Big vat. So like a tuba? That's big. No, that's not. Or a tuba case? No. Tuba toothpaste? Anyway, so I think... <laughs> jugs? <laughs> Thank you for that. What? I'm thinking, jugs. I'm thinking maybe we shouldn't have started with the Jacobins. Yeah, I'm kind of regretting Or it the now. Desire. Because, no, the desire was fine. Yeah. But oh. the Jacobins, we knew that that one was going to be fantastic. And everything after that is just going to be a letdown. Okay, so th- this is the... Maybe it won't be. You don't know. This is the point of view. Sorry. Or not the point of view, but this is uh, the way I'm wanting to look at it. Uh, this is supposed to be a sour porter. So chocolate and things like that are supposed to be there. Mm. So when you look at it that way, this makes sense uh, as far as the, the guidelines um, well, I've never seen a porter that's red before, but yeah, yeah. but still, they're supposed to be sour porters. Yeah. Well, this one's fairly murky. It's because it's a Flanders red porter. Uh, it did have sediment <laughs> in the bottom. We were careful to try to leave most of it in there, but <laughs> except Sawyer for Sawyer, yeah. yeah, mine's all the way in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Oh. Oh. Thanks, Fufu. All right, but really though, I do have a lot of stuff yeah. at the bottom. Red so, with that, with that in mind, I do get porter. So like that chocolatey, mm. sweet, dark aroma, but with some sour hints to it. This one is much more subdued. Yeah, than yeah. Jacobin. Yeah. Kind of a softer edge in the aroma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not getting any porter character though. No, nope, I'm still getting I, some dark I, fruits. I I kind of get it. Of course, that might be the Belgian yeast doing their thing. Oh, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know that I've ever had a Belgian porter. I don't think... Some doubles or quads, but those are dark. Yeah. But those are like strong, dark fruit. Because like porters and stouts, you're going to get roasty notes. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever had a roasty, toasty kind of Belgian beer. Well, these can have bready toast like qualities right but not roast yeah not roasted notes or burnt qualities yeah i i, th- I feel like i get bready i can see that in the aroma yeah. yeah i'm definitely pulling that doesn't smell as sour as the other one no, no. <clears throat> it doesn't taste nearly as sour either dark fruit i don't i don't get any kind of puckering sensation I mean, it's it's you can feel it. It's kind of tart, but it's not like mouth puckering right. sour like the Jacobins. Right. True. I get like um, purple grapes. I was gonna say grape. Yeah, this one's a lot more wine like, I think, than the, the Jacobins. Purple, a little sweeter. Mm-hmm. I'd say. Yeah, this is a lot easier to drink. Yeah, the poundability on this is definitely gonna be higher. 
Yeah, three point one five. I get a little sourness. <laughs> it's coming through. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit there, but it's not. It's not anywhere near the potency and the intense. Yeah. Right. It, it does have that little bit of bite, uh, like the, that sour bite that you get in the back of the yeah. tongue. Man, this is good too. Yeah, I because at when I first tasted it uh, before we started uh, talking about it, I kind of didn't like it, but then I started thinking about what it's. It's supposed to be derived from, and uh, it, it makes sense in it. I, <coughs> I understand now. So, it, yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> the carbonation level on this is really high in the mouthfeel. There's a pretty strong carbonic bite. You know, and now that you say that, it reminds me that it kind of, I kind of almost get that same bite that I do from Travis's beers. Because uh, you tiny bubbles. The the, <laughs> the there's a bite that I get every time I drink one of your beers. It's got this this bite. In the back. See, I've been saying the same so, thing for years. Um, hand me, hand me a, a, a row of beers, and I can tell you which ones is Travis's based right. on the carbonation. And this, and this one just just barely gives me a hint of that that mm-hmm. bite that I get. Yeah, I can see that's that. called doing it right. Okay, eh, that's fine. It's <laughs> called being consistent. Yeah, he's Belgian, which is also a good thing. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so I'm I'm agitating mine a little bit to see if I can dissipate some of that carbonation because I have a feeling that I'll get more of the flavors of the beer that way. Because right now I'm I'm getting a little bit, but it's just all being overshadowed by the carbonation. I can't... What... what um, Is this supposed to have any kind of fruit taste in it? As sure. far as the yeah, description? A, yeah, it can. Belgium. Already talking about on the bottle. Yeah, because this one, I actually oh, get okay. some cherry from it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was in the guidelines. Yeah. yeah. You can get that. Taste. Cherries, you can get uh, dark fruits, plums. Boom. All those things were fine. And uh, I've gotten those in both of them. Dark fruit definitely plays a big part in this uh, beer style. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just wondering if it said specifically cherry because I, I, I get cherry. Well, that's better. I don't think they brewed it with cherries. No. Well, I, I get no. I it's a so. yeast byproduct. Yeah. Right. But I, I still get sort of a byproducts. <laughs> By, <yeah>. Byproducts. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, no, I, I, I do like this a little bit less carbonated. I, you know, okay. stirred it up a little bit, and it's a lot smoother. I get a lot more of the dark fruit flavors. I get a little bit more sourness in there. So, I yeah, that's that's good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. My palatability rating. <laughs> I'd go up to six on this. Yeah, my last one was a four. I'd go up to a six. Yeah, this is this is nice. Mm-hmm. Quite pleasant. The sourness is restrained, so you can pound it a little better. But it does still have the carbonic bite, which makes it not as easy to pound. Would you call this entry level Flanders Red, according to our knowledge so far? More than the Cuvée, yeah. <laughs> well, out of the two we've had tonight, yes. But but if someone's like, I've never had a Flanders Red before, are you going to go on the? On, are you going to push them off the deep end? No. Well, I would. <laughs> probably, I would ask them first. Do you like you know sour candy? Yeah. So, yes. Okay. Yeah. Try the Cuvée. Yeah. The, yeah. the Jacobin. How do you feel about pickles? <laughs> first of all. <laughs> I would also like to say six. Second of all, I don't really eat candy. Get out. Well, <laughs> I just never a had a warhead. Put that on his bright. Yeah, but time. I just I I, uh, I don't have a sweet tooth. I have a bag of warheads on my desk at work. <laughs> That's how much I like sour of... stuff. See, I, I can't do that. Otherwise, I'll eat all day, and I don't want to do that. No, I limit myself to one a day. I can't do that. Wait, I have I have sour... a ritual. It kind of it kind of <laughs> propels me at the in the afternoon. Gives me a little bit more energy. If if I have <laughs> sour candy around me, I will eat all of the sour candy. When I was truck driving, I ate a lot of sour candy. See, I love the Sour Patch Kids, the sour watermelon, the sour straws, the warheads. Yep. 
all of that. His students come in after lunch. Are you okay, Mr. Sample? <laughs> <laughs> no, they know I have that big bag of warheads on my desk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, poundability, I'd, I'd have to say it, Ted. <laughs> I was going to say, is this going to be one of those episodes where everything he says is, have you ever given anything other than a 10? Poundability sure. a 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure I have. Mm. Uh, she hasn't. <laughs> probably. The, the, That's what no, she She gave it a oh. hundred. <laughs> Jeez. Um, oh, my God. how you get knocked out. <laughs> uh, the, the Guinness. I didn't like the Guinness. Yeah. So. All right. Anyway. We got more. Yep. Bring What's it next? On. So uh, I'm glad you asked because You're welcome. Um, next up is the Rodent Batch um, Flemish Red. Just I just Rodenbach? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. okay. They rode in the box. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it says aged in oak vats, which I'm still kind of unclear there's on what that, that is. There's that word again. Uh, and it says brewed in Belgium. Mm-hmm. So we're getting somewhere. Uh, it's an ale, mm-hmm. and uh, it says 75% young ale and 25% ale matured for two years. Oh, so this is opposite of the last one that we had. Let's see. Uh, and this is a uh, 5.2% AB, I'm sorry, AVB. <laughs> and, uh, Alcohol volume by AVB. <laughs> Roden, Roden Batch is a unique Belgian ale known as Flemish Red Brown Ale. It enjoys a special status in Belgium as a traditional regional traditional regional product. That's kind of weird. <laughs> no, it's not. A mixed fermentation ale, Rodenbach is matured in oak vats, giving, <laughs> giving this ale a signature sweet sour taste and complex bouquet Akin to fine wines. Akin. Uh, easy to di- wow, easy to digest. Rodenbach is a blend of young ale. Oh, we already said that. So many goes. How do right they know if me? it's easy to digest? I don't know. They don't. They don't know my digestive schedule. <laughs> <laughs> you might have the Schlitz later. I might. It might be green too, and we never. Oh uh, what? Oh, uh, you never know. That's oh, is that a poop joke? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's okay, just sour. So, <laughs> first, like, first tastes of the eyes. This oh. is really clear. It's good. Mine is brown. Really clear. Yeah, mine's, there might not be sediment in the bottom of that. You could probably pour the rest of it in. Because yeah. I don't see any murkiness. I don't see any. Nothing I, I, there's a good, strong ruby red color highlight in there. Let's see through. I'll I could, the rest I could see. Mine's pretty dang clear. It. It's brilliantly yeah, clear. My neck? What? Brilliant. What? You see my red neck? Huh? I think anyway. he's white. <laughs> it's because he's pops. He's drunk. Are you drunk, Eddie? Oh. <laughs> he's ever drunk, Eddie. <laughs> you can't be ever ready, Eddie, if he's drunk, Eddie. Hold on, where's that? Where's that Eddie drop from Sawyer? <laughs> from two weeks ago. What? Good job, Eddie. Way to go, Eddie. Oh, <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> no, that was the pumpkin episode. Oh, man. All right. Okay, this one, I actually do get kind of a chocolate flavor. I, flavor? Yeah, a, a flavor, aroma out of it. So. I was going to say I get a lot of the, the toasty, bready aroma. I get malt. Toasty, Sugary, sweet on the note. Toasty, chocolatey. Kind of. So we got toasty and, and chocolate and mm. sweet. And malt. 
This is really light bodied compared to the <sighs> other two. Yeah, flavor is not nearly as sour as yeah, either of the other two. Yeah, I guess if, if you want want to <laughs> want someone to taste something sour for the first time, this is probably what you want. This to do. is your entry level. Yeah, yeah. Because there's there's mm. nothing super sour about this. It's just like, oh yeah, this is kind of sour, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's the the percentage of old versus young in the blend okay. that makes the biggest difference. Yeah. I get a really odd aftertaste though. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, I I I don't like this beer. Hmm. So here's here's what's happened so far. As far as we know, the Jacobins is not blended because it didn't say anything on the bottle about it being blended, and that was the most sour. It was aged for eighteen months in the barrel. Which would make sense if it's not blended, then it's all the old longer beer. it sits, yeah. the more sour it gets. Okay. Which is probably why it's so expensive. Then the next yeah. one was thirty-three young, sixty-seven percent old. Okay, so barely a majority. Yeah, two thirds old. Yeah, and then this one is flipped. Is most mostly mostly young, young, and it's the least sour. Okay. I, I don't like it. If, as a matter of fact, if someone wants mine, y'all can go for it. Is there something bad about it, or it's just yeah, not? Yeah, it's the aftertaste that really gets at me. It's um, it's kind of going back to that that beer we had on the historical beer episode that I was talking about earlier. It's kind of got the potato chip one. No, the the one <laughs> with the the weird finish. Salt in the in the front. Yeah, that one. Was it a Flemish finish? No, I don't think it was Flemish. Hmm. Was that the Adam beer? I think it was. Or was it? No, that was the P.O. Gretzky. The Wayne Gretzky? Yeah. <laughs> P.O. Gretzky. Gretzky. Pivot. I like Wayne Gretzky. The Wayne Gretzky. That's the, thank you. That was my joke, and Travis did a boo drop whenever I said it. I thought it was funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just as I think all of my jokes are funny, and so, I would go. hit the boo button on most of them. There you go. <laughs> that's why we're friends. <laughs> yeah, it, this one has more of a bitterness to it than it does like a dark fruit sweetness. The other two, mm. they had a, a fairly complex build of malt and dark fruit and stuff, and then this one's just kind of, uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you, Sawyer. I don't, I don't really like this as much. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it, it tastes watered down. Super, that's what too. it is. Yeah, I agree. Super watered down. It's but thin, and it's the flavor is just watery. I don't think it's that bad. Uh, I it's definitely not my go-to, and I probably wouldn't buy it. But it's not a bad beer. Uh, it's Eddie. Do you remember when we had the um, uh, the uh, uh, Irish stout beer? Yes. And we had Guinness, and uh-huh. you said that you would chunk it against the wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would do that with this beer. Really? Okay. It's yeah. that off-putting for I you? I really don't That's like it. Fine. Yeah. I know. I know how you feel right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the so. black curant that we don't like. Well, no, because isn't no, it? No, I love black. Curant. Isn't the curant in in this one? Yeah. Yes. And it, yeah, I love that one. So there, I don't. Well, think it's similar it's that. to a blackberry, and I absolutely love blackberries. Yeah, I don't think that's what it is. Now, it's. The, I, I don't want to say cardboard, but there's something. Just, I get what you're saying. There's something off about it, and I think it's just watered down. Had they not put the 25% of, or not the 75% of the young beer and just given us the 25% of the old beer, it would have been a lot better. Off. Yeah. Yes. That's a great new drop. 
Who is that? That's me. That doesn't even sound like you. Off. Off. Uh-oh. Yeah, it is. That's me. Yeah, it's got the glottal <laughs> fry going. Off. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to... What happens if you play four times? I have writing <laughs> over. Off, 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 off. She's like off, uh, off, uh, off, overlapped. Off. Oh. Off, 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 off. <clears throat> I'm gonna. I'm. Oh gosh. Okay. So here's. We've been doing poundability for a while now. Mm-hmm. Are we talking about ease of poundability? Because this is easy to pound. Yeah, that's the idea. This it, would be like a nine. You want a poundable beer? It's, it's so a, watery. A that beer. It's honestly there's no flavor. The fl- the well the weird flavor for me that's off putting would keep me from giving it a high poundability. Off. Here I'll just, just which <laughs> is why I would I gave the Guinness. A I don't, really I'll pound good. the rest of it and give go, you a number. Okay, so, yeah, go for it. When we first started this, the the whole point was how easy could you pound this? It's not about anything about flavor, right? It's that was easy. Ten. Okay. Boom. Ten. I finished mine a while ago. Now, Poundability of ten. I don't know that I would enjoy pounding it, but it's yeah. poundable. Yeah. Well, I I would not enjoy anything about it. So. This one's so watered down. I think it sobered me up a little bit. I'm gonna say. Uh, <laughs> so it's like a Bud Light. Yeah. I'm gonna rehydrate with the the Rodenbach. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say zero. Okay. That's what? Fair. Non-alcoholic. Oh gosh. Yeah. Here, let me have it. Yeah. <laughs> go for it. That's what she said. Okay. I'm, I'm not driving anyway. <laughs> well, while he finishes that up, we're going to grab our next one. All right. Well, next we have a American version from New Belgium. This is the 2016 La Folie, and it is a sour brown ale, so it might verge into the uh, odd Bruin category, but it also does still, uh, on the bottle it says, seriously sour, this Flanders-style reddish ale, uh, reddish-brown ale was aged one to three years in French oak barrels for mouth-puckering perfection. So there will be some similarities to... Um, the other Flanders Reds we've had. I just got Pucker Up level 16 on Untapped. Yeah. I, I'm erect. This is part of their Lips of Faith what? series. <laughs> they, uh, Talk about Lips of Faith. They aged this in, uh, in Fooders, I think. Fooders? Mm. Fooders. The, the, the white containers? Mm. Yeah, the big wooden vats. That's the word <laughs> what of the night. Is a That's vat? the word of the night. We still don't understand. It's a very large. Container. Okay, so earlier you said object. Could be made out of wood. Siri, Google that. You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll do that later. I have had this before. The first time Mm -hmm. I had it, I hated it. I did not like it. It was a long time ago. I thought just straight nail polish remover, vinegar. I, I hated it. So I have not had it since then. This has been a long time. I mean, we're talking like... Seven, eight years since I've had it. So um, I, I remember I'm, having this one more recently than that. I haven't touched it, but I'm coming into it with an open mind. I'm a lot more uh, I, knowledgeable. I like this beer. Well, now this is 2016. I don't think I've had the 16. I think I had the 15. Yeah, this is uh, brilliantly clear, and it's seven percent. Did you say that? I did not. Okay, mine's so, not brilliantly clear. Mine's hazy. Seven percent. I can't see through like the other ones. Uh, has bigger bubbles. Yeah, it's hazy. It's still the nice red, reddish brown, mm-hmm. ruby color though. Fairly nice aroma. I smell a lot more sourness out of this one than both of the Rodenbox. You think so? Mm. I kind of smell around the same. Get uh, some. Uh, I get more. Get some darker malt notes in this one. Some dark fruit, like maybe a raisin. 
Like one raisin. <laughs> a raisin. I would agree with said all raisin. <laughs> one, 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 one. Those are all so binary. Except not really. Five, five, five. You're missing five, five, the five, five, five. Eight, six, five. seven. Five. Ooh. The sourness level Three. and the flavors definitely much more than the road box. Oh, nine. <laughs> hmm. E-I-N. Yeah, I get a lot of a lot of sourness and some cherry, some dark cherry. Yeah, I think, I think that's what I'm picking up. I'm, I'm still smelling it because yeah. there's something like I can't tell what it is. Yeah, it's like cherry, like a, a cherry covered chocolate candy almost. So you do get chocolate in this one. Yeah, it's like either chocolate or caramel, some kind like of a, a like a, a thick toffee, like a cordial cherry. Yeah, you like you like you get at Christmas time. Cordial yeah, cherry. they're very polite. cordial they're, cherry. They don't cuss at you. Is that a? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> no, do you not know what that is? No, the Saint Mexican. Anne's cordial cherry. No, it's a white person. <laughs> I don't exactly. even. Wait a minute. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I, you know the little boxes of. You buy them in the holidays. I know my mom loves them. We buy her a box of every year for Christmas. That's what all she wants was a box of cordial cherries. It's the chocolate covered cherry. With uh, I don't know like what the, the syrup stuff inside. Yeah, the, that's the syrupy stuff inside. Get those for Valentine's Day, not Christmas. No, they sell them at Christmas too. I don't know they sell them at Christmas. Yes, that's how I give women. No, this. For... <laughs> don't Be tell your wife what you say next. Yes, <laughs> choose your next word carefully. Shut your mouth. Anyway, no, I, that's kind of what it gets in the flavors. Kind of the cordial cherry. Mm-hmm. Chocolate, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I don't get any of the negative things that I said earlier about the first one that I had a long time ago. It's like very, very nice. Yeah, yeah this is a, good. Okay, this would be my introductory beer for someone who's never had a sour because mm. this isn't overpowering. It's just got it has a little, sour level though. It, yeah, I, just yeah. barely though. I would have gone with the crew for the entry level. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, because it's got just enough tartness. Okay, but it's okay. not over the top. Just. Okay. Entry level. If they're like, oh, yeah, this is good, then give them this one. And then the Jacobins. And if they say, oh, I like this, then give them the Jacobins and watch their head explode. Mm. Do I have to watch their head explode? Can I turn uh, around? If you just want in to. Case? So, Travis, if we were doing old school beer nights, explosion. I would go Jacobins, this one, the Grand Crew, and then the, the regular Rodenbach. Uh, Same for me. Yeah. I would like to switch your first one with the Jakobins. I just want to put them in each other's places. You like the 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 folly second. I liked the Jakobins first. That's what I said. No, you didn't. I yes, you I said did. You said, I thought you said that you liked no, this one. I Why said, would he put the Jakobins in anything other than? I said Jakobins, then the folly, then the Grand Crew, and then the the regular Rodenbach. And that's my order as well. <laughs> Glad we agree, Sawyer. Me too. I'm sorry. Sawyer. <laughs> How Sawyer are you drunk? I'm uh, sorry. Uh, Sawyer. <laughs> Pretty sure I was drunk in that drop too. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's funny. <laughs> My voice is like all high pitched and nasally. Oh boy. Oh. Anyway. No, this is fantastic. I like this one a lot. Yeah, yeah this fantastic. is really good. I do remember liking the, the twenty fifteen also. I would be interested to see the two side by side and how they changed. Mm-hmm. This is the twenty sixteen? Yeah. I, so, anytime that I see a year on a bottle, it makes me wonder what they changed. I'm or, sure they would tell you. 
I guess if you yeah. if you went to their website, maybe. Yeah. But because that's the idea. It's a series. They want you to see the difference. Well, the them. Lips of Faith is a, is a whole series. They got all kinds of stuff in there. Okay. But I would be interested to see if it actually changed, or if they're just trying to produce vintages for people to save, or maybe it's just a marketing thing. Ooh, it's the new one. You know, like when you see fancy wine, there's always a year. I'll take the seventy four, or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So maybe they're just they're trying to. Yeah, I'd, make it something. I, I don't know. I think you put dates on beers that would change over time and are meant to change over time. I mean, for example, you're not going to say, "Oh, I would like the 2014 Rar Blonde, please," because it, it's going to taste the same no matter what year it is. Because it's not meant to change; it doesn't change over time. But something like this could change and is constantly changing. Yes, but I think it would change more if it had stayed in the barrel in a glass well, sure. bomber. I don't think it's going to change that much. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've got something like a stout, an imperial stout in a bottle, yes, that's going to change. Because the malts are going to uh, mellow or, or you know meld over time, with a sour, there I don't be some wild yeast in there still. Well, possibly, Bacteria. but I don't I don't see sours aging significantly enough for it to matter in a bottle. Oh, I disagree. No. I, I think they could change a lot. I don't think they could. In my opinion, I don't think they could in a bottle either. I, I think the it's, idea, it's the barrel. The, the that idea, makes a difference. I mean, if it, if that was the idea, then you would just. L- Put them in a, be- in a bottle in the first place. Yeah, brew a sour um, and then bottle it. See what you get. Or and then it, brew a sour and leave it out in your fermenter for two years explosion. and then see the difference. But you should also put yeah. it in a vat, too. because that yeah, seems Or to in be a popular. vat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like for the, the, the Jacobins here, it said aged in the barrel for 18 months. Mm. Then it's bottled. They're not going to brew it and then bottle it and then say it's aged. What if... This is really stupid, but what if... They aged it for four months, put it in a bottle for four months, aged it again in another barrel for four months, and then bottle it again. What, are you going to open the bottle? And keep the yeah. bottle, like put it back in a dirty bottle? No. You wash it out. Oh, why would you wash it out? You want we, all the fuckiness, don't you? Why would you put it back in the barrel? Leave it in the barrel for eight months and then bottle it. It was more of a joke. I mean, we could try it. Just Boo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, okay. Oh, my love. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure I was drunk in that one. You too. know, we haven't heard we we haven't heard the website in a long time. That's random. <laughs> Check out our website. There you go. Yay! Either way, I just think the big difference. Okay, so Travis, look at the the two rodent box. You've got a majority new and majority old beer. You don't actually have to look at it. The <laughs> I did. Thanks, I Eddie. Can, can I look at it? Which one was better? I liked the majority old. Exactly. The Grand Cru. It was aged outside of the mm-hmm. bottle and mm-hmm. then blended with new beer to put in the bottle. Yes. I don't think that sour beers age as significant. They might change over time. Obviously, all beers change over time. But I don't think it's going to be as significant in the bottle Versus the same amount of time in a barrel. Okay, I see what you're saying. And then same could be said for a stout or something, you know, heavy heavy malt centric. It's going to age in the bottle, but it will age more or change more versus a sour mm-hmm. will in the bottle the same amount of time. So aside from a lot... Diminishing this, returns. 
aside from all this aging, what's your poundability? Uh, I'm going to jump down to like five for this one. I'm going to go to a nine because it was, I tried to pound it and there was something that wasn't as pleasurable as the rest of them. Wow. Something that's not a 10. Yeah. Yeah. Some, something <laughs> that smells bad. Don't know how that was relevant, but I'm going to say, are you ready? A five. <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, build up for that. I like anticipation. A let down. <laughs> Got to get up to get down. Seven, Travis? I'll say seven. All right. Yeah. It's pretty good. I I do like this a lot. Mm-hmm. Good job, New Belgium. Yeah. This yeah, one's I'm a much impressed. gooder way to represent. Came back around on them. Yeah. This one's a do fat tire, right? Yes. Okay. I like fat tire. I don't think I've had fat tire. And Ranger IPA. That's one of my favorites. I haven't had that. That's it's, a good one. It's it's fantastic. Is that a QT? Do they have that QT? Yeah. Fat tire. Oh, fat tire. They also and have they also Walgreens. do the, uh, what is it, uh, 1664? No, that's the blue bottle. What's the year one that they do? Uh, the Schwartz beer? 1554? 1554, yeah. That, oh. that one's good, too. That's well, a good a one. Schwartz beer. Yeah. I like most of their stuff. I've had some of the New Belgium. It's like, eh. Quick funny note. Um, I was checking out at Fry's earlier, <laughs> and uh, I was walking by the cooler. Cooler. And uh, I found my one of my old favorite energy drinks. Balls. Balls. <laughs> yeah. Specifically blue, blue balls. Blue balls. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for that. Yes. Thank you. I almost that. bought some. Buying balls. Fries. What's next? Yeah. We got one more, right? Let's see. Yeah. So our next one is the... Duchesse de Bourgogne. Or... Duchess of Burgundy. Right. No. Or uh, the cheese de Burgundie. Burgundie. Oh, Burgundie. Duchesse de Bourgogne. Duchesse de Bourgogne. Duchesse de Bourgogne. Duchesse de Bourgogne. It is a giant. So the cheese of Bologna. It is a. It's it's a huge green bottle. Yeah, it's a pretty big bottle. It's the same size as the other bottles. What? Since it's my bottle, it's so much bigger. Really quickly, really quickly, because I know this dissipates. It's a green bottle. Smell it right now. Yes, sir. Not the bottle, Sawyer. (laughs) He said smell it. This freaking smunked is hell. (laughs) Smunked. I got some skunk in it. When I poured it and I first took a smell of it, I got some skunk. I do not. It's already gone. It feels there. I should have said something right away, but it something smells off though. Mm. Some something. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Eddie, are you going to tell us about this? Sure, you can tell Uh, us about it. Sure, it's a beer in a green bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you for that. Duchesse de Bourgogne is the traditional <laughs> top fermented reddish brown ale from the West Flanders region of Belgium. This refined ale, also known as the Burgundies of Belgium, Ron Burgundy. I read that in the style guideline. Is a okay. blend of eight and eighteen months old ales following careful maturation in oak casks. Wait, eight and eighteen months? Yes. Yeah, so that means it's blended. Well, I mean, like so, eight months and then eighteen months. Yes. So okay. So it's one hundred percent natural and 
unpasteurized. Okay. A gold mm. medal World Beer Cup rated exceptional beverage, uh, exceptional rated exceptional by the Beverage Tasting Institute. Why would they put it in a green bottle though? Tradition. Yeah, that I, tradition. I don't understand. Well, the tradition. tradition. This is from uh, imported from Jupiter, Florida. I'm Jupiter. <laughs> it says Jupiter. It's out of this world. We're making a lot of musical jokes in this beer. No one's really gonna understand. Yeah, nobody gets it. Uh, if you want to check this beer out, go to www.specialtybeer.com. <laughs> or go to Duchestebregagne. <laughs> or www.brewstyles.com. That too. So this the, is uh, a product of Belgium. So The appearance is nice ruby red color. That is a cool bottle. Maybe slightly darker than some of the others, but still pretty. Yeah. Fairly clear. No, it's about the same. Good it's really ruby clear. highlights. Yeah. Nice head. White, white thin head on it. That guy is really worried about Godzilla. Small bubbles. It's clear. I still get something kind of funky in the aroma, and I'm not talking sour. No, it smells really off. It smells like, oh, you know what it smells like? Hang on. It smells like tapioca pudding. I was going to say it smells like ham. Off. Oh, I don't get ham. I don't either. I get tapioca pudding. Ham? What the? I don't know. Just tapioca pudding. What the? So when I'm thinking about... Tapioca pudding? (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh. Keywords. I'll smell something, and the very first image that pops into my head... Tapioca pudding. <laughs> I don't know what that smells like. I've never had tapioca are pudding. Are you serious? I've never I, been in the hospital. The little about. balls in it are really good. You know, like when you have bulba tea, you know, they get the little balls in there? <sighs> yes. For texture? Mm. They also have that in tapioca pudding. The first anyway. time I tried it, somebody told me it had mouse testicles. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I never was able to enjoy it after that. Wait, are we, are we talking about tapioca or yeah, the boba tea? Ta- the little balls, like it's yeah. about. It's got, tea, yeah, the guy sitting next to me, I was in drum corps. He's like, no, it's dude, it's mouse testicles. I was like, what? <laughs> and so I never, I, even today, I still don't, I can't eat. I love tapioca pudding. I've never guys, had tapioca Guys, pudding. guys, boba tea, the boba in it is tapioca. <laughs> it's a starch. Oh, okay. Well, I really like starch. I had boba tea once, and that was like 10 years ago. So. See, Wait, but I think that boba tea is too watery. That's why I don't like it. Yeah? Yeah. Anyway, can we talk about this beer? Yes. Yes. Uh, it smells like tapioca pudding. If there were a possibility for skunkiness to come through a sourness, it would be this, because I still taste it. Uh, I don't. I still taste it. Maybe I, it's all in my head, but to me, it's there. I feel like I might get vinegar from this. Like a vinegar taste. Vinegar. Yeah. V. V. Vinegar. Listen to Outtakes episode number two, <laughs> which is coming out next month. What did I say? If, oh, if you want, If you want to know the truth behind that. Do you I get taste garlic. Oh, oh, garlic. We are off the wall. Yeah, this is not... All I don't like this today. beer. This is awful. Okay, you know how uh, there's certain <laughs> drinks that you have that make it feel like you're almost uh, unpurposely breathing out of your nose? Like it feels like there's fumes coming out of your nose from the taste of it? No. That's yes. what this is giving me. Whiskey. Yeah. Hmm. I don't drink whiskey. 
Oh, there's some right there. Give it a As shot. As it sits on the table, half empty. Yeah, that's the bottle that I bought like a year ago. Okay, drink up, my friend. It's aged. It is aged in the bottle. This is uh, a 200 milliliter bottle. <laughs> so yeah. it's really small. That's big. That should technically 200? be gone. 200? Wow. That 200 sh- milliliter bottle. That should be gone in one night. Of Gentleman Jack that I <laughs> didn't drink. But Drink up, my friend. Oh. No, no, no. Oh. oh. No, what a... Maybe in the outtakes episode, I'll, I'll have What some. a Donald Trump. Oh. It's fantastic. Oh. China. <laughs> China. I like China. Their leaders are smarter than our leaders, which I guess if he said now would be really funny seeing as how he's the president. Hangzhou. Qianzhou. <laughs> anyway, out of politics, back to beer. Yes. Uh... Yeah, I, I really kind of get like a, a vinegar feel and sort of aftertaste. Feel. I've yeah. never drank vinegar, so I well, can't. Okay, so have you ever had vinegar chips, like salt and vinegar? No. Chi- Why not? I don't know. That's disgusting. That, that's Is that disgusting. another white person thing? No, I've had them. Well, a white person did give them to me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a white person thing. I don't think it's nearly yeah. as bad as the three of you are making it out to be. I didn't I say just, it was bad. I didn't say it was I, bad either. I, just, I get some like dark fruit, just like we did in the other ones. It's coming through. I get a, a distinct palate tingle over my tongue, okay. which uh, from the acidity, I'm sure. What are you doing, Eddie? But <sighs> trying to clear my brain. I don't. <laughs> I don't smell skunk. <laughs> I don't I, really taste vinegar. I taste some skunk still. I okay. You know the little garlic cups in the Papa John's pizza that you get. <laughs> Yeah, it tastes like so straight up that. I don't taste garlic. I love you, you so much as a friend. You just come up with the <laughs> best descriptions ever. Did you ever drink one of those cups, Sawyer? Is that what you're trying to? Well, do? I've had a lot of it before. <laughs> I mean, I did used to work there. Uh, okay, I don't get garlic either. I, it, it, that's what but, it tastes but like. Good for it, you. And it smells like tapioca pudding. <laughs> <laughs> did you accidentally get it in your mouth? No, it was on purpose. <laughs> The garlic? Yeah. Okay. I mean, seriously, straight up garlic cup. I don't know how to describe no. this. I get I get some sourness. I get, I still get a little bit of the skunk. Dark. Like I said, it could be in my head. Dark fruit. I don't know. I get dark fruit. But I'm trying to think past that, the, the vinegary taste. And I get some dark fruit. But This that, would not be my favorite. <clears throat> no. However, I would still place it above the... Rodenbach. Uh, the Rodenbach original. The, yeah, yeah, I would completely agree with that. It, the, I wouldn't. The Rodenbach was just too watery. Uh, it was too had thin that weird and just plain. This has a weird aftertaste to me. I, w- I would put this after the Rodenbach. The Rodenbach. See, I don't get a weird aftertaste on this one. I I, I could live with it. I could live with this. If yeah. somebody handed me a glass of this, I'd be like, it, "This is awesome, thanks." I, I would. I, it gets. I get a weird like bite. <clears throat> In the back, like in, hmm. in the aftertaste, I don't enjoy. So, it, interesting. It's fine, but I wouldn't. I'd rather not drink if I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. But if it was free, I totally would. My palatability rating. <laughs> One. Really? Too much garlic and tapioca pudding <laughs> at the same time. Uh, seven. Six, six and a half. Okay, for the people from Rodenbach who are listening, I don't get garlic. That he's he's on an island there. This isn't a Rodenbach. Yeah, from the people from 
Duchess de Bourgogne. Duchess de Cheese de Bologna. Duchess de Bourgogne. Duchess. I don't get garlic either. I don't but I, I, mean, I think it's fine. I, I, don't, I don't hate this beer. I don't dislike it. I think it's good. I put it at five. I'll, I would give it a six. I'm staying at one with my garlic and tapioca pudding. I'll go with a six on this one. Now, the people from Rodenbach that are listening, <laughs> on your original Rodenbach, please don't put 75% new beer in it. That doesn't. It's not doing you any favors. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, the people that buy this beer are buying it for a reason. Yeah. Because they want the... I don't want to water down <clears throat> with 25% aged sour in it. That's not what I want. So I'm not going to buy it again. Yeah. So maybe make the the original 50-50 split and then make the Grand Cru like a 75 old beer, yes. 25 new beers. Yes. That would be a good, a good split so, right there I for mean, both of them. Yeah. You would have to age your beer for a little bit longer. There might be a time when you can't release as many beers because you have... Hell, All charge an extra sitting. dollar per bottle. If it's good, I'll well, buy it's not, it. It's not about price. It's about... No, but I'm saying, but if, if they're talking about time quantity. time versus return, the longer they age beers, the lo- the more it costs them to do it. Sure, it takes up real estate. I yeah, get it. so yeah. If, if that means make a better beer and charge more for it, I'd rather pay the extra dollar for the bottle if that means it's going to be a better beer. Because it's either I'm going to pay the extra dollar and buy it, or they're going to keep it that way, and I'm not going to buy it at all course i'm not going to be the one that drives their business model but i'm just saying if there are other people out there that think like i do i'd rather spend the extra dollar for a better beer which is very true because we don't ever buy the same beer twice for a podcast so well not for a podcast but (laughs) i can't tell you how many bottles of the jacobins i bought oh that's true tons so that's the last one right (laughs) yes yeah. Cool. Do we have any homebrew examples or anything like that? Nope. Uh-uh. Well, I mean, not of this one. All right. No. Well, uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us on another episode of Brew Styles, where uh, the topic of discussion was the Flanders Red and not the Flanders Red. Not the Flanders Red either. Yeah. Join us next week when we discuss. Duchess de Bourgogne. No. <laughs> no. We already did that. <laughs> We will talk about the Lambic beer. Mm. All right. Cheers until then. Bye. Goodbye. Okay,